0: Put industry-leading, difference-making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at deloitte.com slash techcareers and engineer your future at Deloitte.
1: This show is part of the Stuff Podcast Network. you're listening to Agony Rants. I'm Neve Cavanagh,
0: And I'm Gerald Farrelly. Welcome to our show. There you go. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm very good. I've had a lovely week, obviously. Lovely. Um, my mum turned 80, which was really Aww. very fabulous. I know. We had afternoon tea. It was very Aww. lovely. I say afternoon tea. It happened at 12 o'clock. So obviously, when you get older, you have to go earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, enough and is
0: done. You need a yeah. nap by two.
1: Literally afternoon, like literally one minute past midday, we're into the afternoon. So to be fair, it was technically an afternoon tea, but we'll leave it there. And also, uh, last night I went to see um, something in the waterfront, which was the Giovanni Perniceo, as in the dancer from Strictly Come oh, Dancing. Oh,
0: I, I thought it was I thought it was someone from Drag Race. <laughs>
1: I went to I see like, it in the waterfront. It didn't seem like your vibe,
0: neither. I know. I, well, I'd go for both.
1: I, I watch drag yeah, I know, shows. But
0: like, yeah, the problem with a drag show is someone could come out as you. Yeah, That's I, the problem. It does happen. I'm that not going to lie. I'm
1: also kind of help myself by being involved in audience participation. So in a drag show, generally I am ending up getting fairly <laughs> bad roasted. Anyway, neither here nor there. I went to see it. It was fabulous. I Mind you, it was up in the gods in the waterfront, which meant it was like just basically sweaty people in the distance. So I, I did wear my glasses so it was really
0: Fantastic, but <laughs> um, is he, if watching I'm, people do some something. Strictly, is he? Yeah,
1: yeah, he's great. Okay. He won this year with Rose, but he was it just really great show of dance. I never really went oh, to see wow. a full show of dancing before, so it was great crack. Um Myself and my friend, we we, we brought our fans just in case we got a bit warm, <laughs> 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 and nothing whatsoever oh, I'd to
0: do. Say you were stuck to your seats <laughs>
1: with the menopause. The nothing, not even
0: a little bit. It was like, oh my goodness me. Well, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> It was pretty amazing. So yeah, so and it was the tops of- off dancing. Oh, there was a little top off. There was a little top off. Of he had there was. he had the shape of it. But actually he was really good. It was a really good show and I really loved it. It was just something different. And actually, funny enough, I've been encouraging people at my gigs to always try new things in venues. You know, go see a different kind of show than you would normally go and see. <laughs> yeah, they're
0: not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> they're all going to ballet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I wondered why there wasn't <laughs>
0: It's been a significant downturn start <laughs> to, to suggest people try different things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The core audience has been decimated. <laughs> I know,
1: decimated. <laughs> They're all watching dancing. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So actually, it was really exciting to do something totally different because it's a while since I've been in the theatre. Because obviously, I'm going to look forward to going to your gig in in the autumn. Yes,
0: I'm doing gigs. Yeah, I should. They went on sale like about ten weeks ago. I we know. Haven't come mentioned on. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing my tour is called the Glamour Hammer Tour, mm. and it's uh, starting in uh, September. I think okay, um, going through. all the way through to like maybe January. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll be all around the country. So it's on my website. Yeah, Gerard Farrelly.
1: Oh, I'm so going to be there. Com. So guess guess the
0: gig I might end up in, and
1: then sure if you want to meet me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you going to get me that's up on the stage? That's where we're at. That Niamh might be in the audience. That's essentially that's the selling point of a show.
1: <laughs> no, it really isn't.
0: <laughs> Neve might be there. <laughs> we might I... go. It's a lot to sit through, but Neve Cavanaugh might be there. Listen, if if it gets you ten more tickets, come on. <laughs> oh, Neve, <Niamh>, listen. <laughs> <laughs> that, if it gets me 10, my t- ten more tickets, like, Neil will be on at the end, she doing <laughs> her eyes. She'll bring the jackets, <laughs> you name it.
1: So this is going to be the clip on Instagram. <laughs> at, every,
0: at every gig. At every, yeah, at every gig.
1: Every week this is going to happen. Okay, um, so.
0: I also got, um, uh, this week I got a brace. <gasps> okay. Well, sort of a brace, right? I've been having this problem, right, uh, since I've been back gigging and it only happens every so often, but I was like, I have to fix this. It's where like my top teeth and my bottom teeth are like whacking together.
1: Is that only since lockdown that's happened?
0: It's only yeah, it's only in the past couple like six months been, maybe. What have
1: you been doing over lockdown? That I has think I've been... just
0: been like passing out on, <laughs> like drinking loads of gin and tonics and, and like passing st- out on my on my fist, <laughs> so my top teeth have pushed <laughs> in a bit. Um, so I was enough is enough, get it okay. fixed. So I've got I went and I've they put a brace on my top teeth like it, it's not a brace it's like a it's Invisalign that's what it's called oh I know so, I, I but think they I've put seen these that. little brackets on your teeth so it looks like your teeth have teeth okay <laughs> it's like, like like there's nothing invisible about it very it's like, little it's like it's actually teeth. you don't notice it but if you do notice it it's completely unnerving all you can see <laughs> like it's horrific I think to look at up close but um, I mean I've taken I've taken it out to record because the problem is it gives me a lisp Oh, which the last time <laughs> the I had a brace, right? am la- sorry
1: <laughs> part of me wants that lift.
0: Like, there's <laughs> gonna be loads of messages there from people <laughs> called Cecily and, <laughs> But the problem is, right? The last time I had a brace, I was in my twenties.
1: Yeah,
0: and like I think if you're like a young man in his twenties with a brace, it's kind of adorable. Okay, but now I'm not in my twenties. Are you not? No. <laughs> I'm significantly older than and a man (laughs) with a lisp at my age is just unnerving for everyone. Right after I got it done I was in the chemist, right? I left it in a prescription and then what I meant because I had a mask on as well, right? And what I was trying to say to him was I've just got a brace so it's a bit but he thought I had a stammer. (gasps) Bless. Right? So I said I've just got a brace (laughs) and I was pointing at my mouth and he went you take your time son.
1: (laughs) Oh, bless him!
0: <laughs> but this week we like our topic for this week is mortifications oh. because, uh, like, the, like I have to say, it, like it came up in the episode last week where like there's no such thing as a bad date oh. because it's good, it's a good story. But like the thing about mortifications. Is, it's always mortifying. Yeah, it's always mortifying. But there's, the stories are brilliant. Oh,
1: no, they are. They're the
0: best. No, like, they
1: are. I have so many. It's not even funny. And it's funny when, when we kind of suggested this as a topic. I said, I can't think of a single time when I was mortified. And then I couldn't stop thinking of all the times I was yeah, mortified. Yeah, as, as
0: soon as you lean into it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think saying the wrong thing is horrific.
1: Yeah, I do it all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm much I mean, better. I'm much better now. But when I was younger, oh, my God. And I, I it's not that I just because my focus wasn't great I was so away in my own space sometimes I just let myself go into places Yeah like
0: if you're somebody that if you are somebody that is just in your head a lot of the time and then you just mm. land back in the room you really will really welcome come out with a clunker like Oh
1: yeah no and sometimes I'm so overwhelmed I just don't think about it I don't engage the safety switch before I actually engage with the person and then that's never a good thing
0: No and, I, <laughs> I've definitely had things like sometimes I remember years ago when I used to be worried about doing radio interviews and stuff Oh yeah Um <laughs>
1: it is a skill.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, it is a skill. definitely. It is a skill. And mm. Also, I, I would just dry up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you go in and then you'd be like, oh, blah, 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 and then you'd just be like, I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to talk about here and I have no idea why anyone should listen. <laughs> and the thing about it is, as and a comedian, worse and worse and worse. as a
1: comedian, there's, a, there's an onus on you, not just to be in the interview,
0: but totally, also you, you have you to, need be to be funny. Yeah. yeah, and also sometimes what I wasn't ready for oh. was that, sometimes the people don't particularly like you. Oh no, they don't. So you've just been, been put in front of them. Like I thought, like I remember when I started, I thought that you do an interview, the person is actually really interested oh, in talking to you. Oh, did you
1: really think that? And
0: then it, it it was news to me when I was just like going in and they wouldn't even look up. Bless. They wouldn't look up and then and then you'd say, you'd say something funny and they would just give you nothing and they'd just keep staring at their page and then you would say at the end, uh, thanks thanks for having me and they go, huh? Oh, listen, and you walk out.
1: Listen, you want to try winning a Eurovision and go around the UK doing press? <laughs> so you did press after you beat the UK, and you were. Do- <laughs> you you want to try? You want to try the level of interest there?
0: The best place to have something mortifying happen, as in the funniest, is the most high pressure. Oh yeah! Place. I remember the wor- One of the worst <laughs> things that ever happened to me was the last time I was at the Edinburgh Festival. Okay. What happens at the Edinburgh Festival is you do your show every day, right? So. Mm-hmm. Like every evening you do your show, but also to promote your show, to like to try and get people through the door. Yeah, you have to go and do these spots all so around town, tiny
1: spots. To yeah, them.
0: so you're doing ten minutes uh, at these compilation shows, and they can be anything from like twelve o'clock in the day until one o'clock in the morning. So like, in order to get yeah, them, so and then you're so going, you work your yeah, so you're off. basically doing it. You're doing your ten minute spot, mm-hmm. nailing it, and then going If you like this, come see me blah. Mm-hmm. And I was doing one of these. <laughs> And it was kind of an important one. Okay. And So I was I was nervous about it, but I was also in that weird headspace of like I'm doing this every single day, so okay. it's probably going to be grand. But I also want to try and be present first, like because you want it to go well. Like you want the energy. If you're yeah. just going in and rattling it out, it'll be grand, yeah. you know. But if you've got the nerves, you're a bit oh, worried. No. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was all prepared, ready to go. Bang! They introduced me. I walked on the stage. As soon as I took the microphone out of the stand, I went. I've forgotten to put the belt in my trousers, <laughs> and they were where I was. There were me Edinburgh jeans because, like you know, skinny legs, <laughs> stretchy skinny legs, but like the top, like room the waist, for manoeuvre, room for manoeuvre at the waist. <laughs> Anything from a thirty to thirty six into those jeans. But Where can you buy yeah, these yeah, jeans? they stre- stretchy, super dry. <laughs> but the problem is, you have to have a belt on them. Oh no, that's the thing. Oh, but because no. they've got like stretchy legs, they'll stay up, right? Okay. So, but I knew you could feel the movement. I was like, "There's a lot of movement going <laughs> on down here," and I was rattling through the set because it was one o'clock in the afternoon, so they weren't like a lively audience. Okay. But it was just like, "Come okay. on, get out, do the job, hammer it here."
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and as I was walking up town, I could like feel
1: Failed these. It. Trousers, oh, no. you know?
0: But you don't want to be because as soon as you as soon as you hike them or anything like that, that's what that the audience immediately they've drawn you've drawn their attention oh, away no. from what you're saying. Yeah. So you have to just, you know, act like it's not. And happening. I left them and I got to the whole set. It went absolutely <gasps> great. And then at the end, when like the MC was like, give it up for girlfriend. I was you to walk up a, up steps to get off. And just as I got to the top of the steps, the arse fell out. Stop it. I know, yeah. You it
1: couldn't was, have timed it better. It was just it's mortifying, but actually really well done. Yeah, but do you know, the, the
0: awful thing though was—did
1: you actually? Did you not just I, no, pretend I, that I, it was I, meant?
0: Because it, it was just—it's like, a whole other comedy. If sketch. it was a thing that happens, it's so like it's like what a hacky thing to happen. But the <laughs> other side of it is, I didn't know anyone else at the gig. Like so, I didn't know anyone. Else, I didn't know any of the other comics. Didn't know the MC. So it was just like me having this thing happen. Going, I could There was nobody to even laugh. About no, oh, I, no, I
1: know, I know. There's nothing worse. You want somebody to really. Yeah. identify with it and have the crack. And yeah. then it's just like, oh no, I'm not the... the crack. Oh sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now the only thing I'm thankful for okay. it was a good boxer short day.
1: Oh good. Good. Yeah. It
0: was. it was good. There was no like hole where the label was or <laughs> <laughs> no, are you a cut the no, label kind of guy, no, boy? I am. I am indeed. Yeah, oh very my god! Sensitive, oh very my sensitive. god! That's um,
1: just really tragic. Uh,
0: yeah, there was nothing like that. <laughs> Sometimes no... the
1: labels on clothes are the only thing that decides whether it's inside or out for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am terrible. I'm. A te- my mother did tell me today. Actually, <laughs> she said to me, Neve, you have wonderful, smart, casual clothes, and you look amazing." <laughs> she says your stage clothes show how much you really care about. The- so that's usually an indication that she feels I need to address
0: that. You need to go out and buy yeah. you need to go on a shopping trip and buy a bit of glam. Yeah
1: but she's right. I just have no like, interest in it. Anyway but labels aside that that was a very emotional experience. Have you do you need some therapy for that? Like you can
0: No I'm over it now. I over Like it? yeah I'm over it now but at the time oh. I was just like I was more annoyed because I was just like how stupid are you that you forgot your belt?
1: No I know but listen a hundred times I have had wardrobe malfunctions I have had bad wardrobe choices and you go you realise like as you're sweating buckets through something or then you're you're realising that all the people who are up above you can not only see the roots in your hair but also right down your top. And oh, not a problem for yeah. you, I would say. No, no. But you gross. know, it's definitely yeah. my problem. And 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 also you know then there's the angle from below up you know i remember when i you know there was a time where i used to wear micro minis many 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 years ago and then i saw a photograph from that angle and never wore them again <sighs> and um yeah no this- there's
0: nothing like a photo
1: oh a well-placed like photo. Bad, well placed photo <laughs> a well-placed
0: photo. badly placed photo. Badly placed photo. Really, to really, really refine your wardrobe oh. choices. Do you know what keeps happening? Actually, this has to stop, right? Oh. I'm on and McNally's tour at the okay. moment. The amount of people who are taking photographs from the front row up. Oh no, that's never good. No. For any age group. Enough is enough now. We're not, I'm just not having it anymore. <laughs> right? If you want to take a photograph of the show, buy a ticket for the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm of an age now where it's like, Top-down photograph oh, no. only. Oh, Thank no. you very yes. much. Every and tell me when you're taking it so I'll suck <laughs> in me collarbones. Right? I'm sick of these how? paunchy double-chin <laughs> photographs of me that people are putting on Insta stories. I don't care how funny you think I was. <laughs> that's not what I want.
1: I know. I know. And you're in the moment and it's wonderful but it, yeah. it doesn't need to be preserved I don't need, for need to be life. reminded of no, it.
0: No. If you're putting that up, you can reef the tags off it now. Enough is enough. <laughs> I don't want to be tagged in any of these photographs.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know when you meet famous people or people that you really like? Yes. Okay, so, I'm forever doing this, right? I'm always, I don't always engage the brain before I do something. So, I was standing in makeup. I, we're at the IFTIS. <sighs> right? Back in... No, it wasn't the IFTAs. What am I saying? The Irish Music Awards. The Irmas. Ah. See? Yeah, AFTA, IFTA, Irma, whatever. And you were,
0: you were presenting one?
1: I was presenting. It was the year of the famous year. Right? And I was presenting an award um, uh, when people cared about that sort of situation and <laughs> me doing it. And I was in makeup and chatting to the girls because I would have known all the makeup girls then because obviously they were all down in Mill Street and we okay. all practically lived together for like a couple of weeks. So anyway... We were chatting away and stuff and I looked around and there's this gentleman in front of me. And the gentleman in question was a a wonderful singer called Curtis Stigers, if you remember (sighs) Curtis Stigers, right? You're all the medals for me. Oh, amazing. And an amazing person, right? A really fantastic singer. I'd literally just seen him in concerts like probably about a month before. I said, oh my goodness. And he was amazing in concert. He walked on like. You thought he was going to fall off the stage, but he was just commanding, fantastic, brilliant singer. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Curtis Sargers!" But he, you remember, he used to have that long hair. Yeah. Right. Well, but he just had it cut clearly. So he had had his hair cut short. Actually, quite, quite sharp. Better?
0: All right. Okay. I'm not sure better. He's had a glow up.
1: He had a glow (laughs) up. But I was like so shocked. And I went, I recognised it was Curtis Sargas, but I realised, where's his hair? So what did I say? You cut your hair as if. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't know me I didn't know you know he did not know me and he kind of went yes I did uh, he seemed a little taken aback and it was in did the makeup did walking well he was he looked like he wanted to but obviously he was in, <laughs> he was in the makeup department he and was I
0: restrained was just by a makeup I girl I
1: realised I was mortified and I, I couldn't actually leave because I was supposed to get my makeup done and he couldn't leave because he also had to get his makeup done I was like uh, neither of us didn't knew what to do with that and um So he thought I was some strange person. Like, so obviously I didn't speak during that whole experience. And then I I just sat looking forwards the way you do, like going, what the hell? What the hell was I thinking, right? And then afterwards, luckily, I met him and I said, I'm really sorry about that. So I'm just, really sorry. It's I'm just sorry. you just don't
0: look as good as he used to. I,
1: I waited. No, I did not say that. But I waited I waited until he saw me presenting an award and I thought then he'll know who I am. And, uh... and he was with Paul Brady who also explained. But I kind of came away and I thought, oh my God, this is just like some randomer going, what the hell did you do with your hair? You know, State your hair, Curtis. <laughs> state, your yeah, Jesus, Serious. gorgeous. And uh, you know, the, we had a good laugh in the end and then I told him how I'd lost my glasses in a fit of charismatic dancing at his gig and he asked me... Uh, told me that he wasn't going to pay for them but it's not the point you know I, I'm very inappropriate when I meet people I really like so I mean when I met Bonnie Ra I told her I'd have her children I, I, I'm just like that I just it's, well it's Things come out. It's, I just it's mainly
0: stars of country music. Leave. Seems to <laughs> be. I
1: mean. Seems to be. But I just, I, I get very funny about around people because I just don't know how to cope with them. And and you're because at that point I was in the green room with a lot of them. It just I didn't I know, know how yeah, to be. Yeah. You just don't know how. Yeah, to Yeah, it's be. hard to
0: know how to be because there's yeah.
1: rules in the green room. You can't be like a fan in the green room. You have to keep your inner fan inside. I know.
0: Yeah, I, that's the bit I always hate. I do too. Especially cause... if you meet someone that you're excited about. Yeah, you I should remember be I the was in a it. green room with uh, Mark Owen from Take That.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I'd be happy to be in a green room with him.
0: No, really not. Serious old man vibes.
1: What? When? Yeah,
0: he looked like when it was only a few years ago. Oh, but wow. he did look like he looked like the eccentric old man that lived on the corner. Like when you think of Mark Owen, you think of him wearing, you know, the the in Johnsons' baby boy. powder belly top in that video. What was it, Babe, or okay. I don't know? Okay, but that's but but that's not who he is. We, who he we, is yeah. is like
1: yeah. We went to a very different Doctor Doolittle. Little.
0: Oh my god! So we uh, we did a shout out because we wanted to see about your mortifying stories mm-hmm. because everybody has them. Oh, like everybody has them um, and you did get in touch in your droves uh, Louis says we built a we built a new house and moved in last August and three times in the last three weeks I've fallen off the footpath when walking around to the back door
1: <laughs> <laughs> not tripped not even had the decency to trip over my own feet just, just fell, fell in a, in a heap, heap. The last time the bin men were there, the bin men were there. Oh my god, Louie.
0: That is my sister. Actually, <laughs> she moved into a house recently, and uh, she <laughs> this is her story to tell now. But uh,
1: but you're telling it. <laughs> but
0: I'm telling it, and she hadn't met one of her neighbours. And she, <laughs> she met when she, they met her when she had fallen down the steps of her, like the front of the house and sprained her ankle and she was sitting on the step and couldn't get up and they were asking if oh. she wanted to tell. She's like, no, 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 I'm grand. I'm fine. something wrong with me. <laughs> Jesus. I'm forever
1: doing that. So sure, the time I got off up open bus and I, the m- bus was still moving and um, I, uh, you know, when you get off. Bus now I was, I was maybe about 18 or 19 when I did this and I literally stepped off the bus and the bus was just moving enough that.
0: <laughs> just moving enough for you to get snatched off the pavement.
1: I literally bounced off the pavement in my lovely summer dress and little plimsolls and the dress went over my head pretty much. <sighs> and so arse out, lovely 18 year old arse, so thank God. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I, I wasn't yeah. too tragic except that I had literally gouged my knees and my arms but I bounced off the pavement and ran at a dead heat down O'Connor Street I was so mortified and went into a chemist at the end weeping because <laughs> I had full, and then cleaned it all up and then went around the corner to discover eight people off that bus standing on the same bus stop that I was going to go to work
0: on. <laughs> I, I I had one bad fallen story and that was it was it only happened last year actually it was my right. car broke down Oh, uh, and I had to borrow my mum's car to go to a gig so to get over to my parents house I went on my scooter <gasps> right now I remember
1: this oh, I, my <laughs> oh my god I think
0: like where I live it's in the city centre I think if you're a man going around town on an electric scooter I think that's absolutely fine in the city centre I think in the suburbs it's a bit different mm-hmm. you know like it's a little bit There's it's, it's a bit more remarkable let's say <laughs> unique <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> And as I as I went from my place to my parents, as I got closer to their house, I, I started to feel a little bit more self-conscious on the scooter. Okay. And then I got to the end of my road. Okay. And what passed through my head was, this would be the absolute worst time for me to fall.
1: And so you did. And
0: within seconds, <laughs> I was face down on the ground. Like, uh-huh. absolute, like, face plant <laughs> on the ground. And what was worse was... Uh, like I did I really hurt myself but I was <laughs> on that scooter Oh no So fast No no Like I, if I'd had two broken legs still i, 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 I still I'd have done it No problem
1: I've done that so often I am famous for falling because of the fact that I have no focus Louis I feel your pain I feel your pain and that's it uh, So do you have to move again?
0: <laughs> yeah I would say yeah. <laughs> I would say look if the bin men know Yeah Like the, the, it's out the neighbourhood knows No I Trotty know Louis moved in I know um, And <laughs>
1: So we have Maeve next and she says I went speed dating and got toilet paper stuck to on my heel oh my god and didn't know the fella behind me was trying to get it off on the stairs but I thought he was coming too close so and gave him the evils not knowing he was just trying to help me.
0: Oh, He
1: was in our personal space.
0: He was in your personal (laughs) space.
1: I love giving the evils. Like I love that.
0: Yeah, the evils is...
1: Is that a thing? Show me the evils.
0: Hey, see, the thing about it is, right, <laughs> be and I think good on the, the podcast. The, this is probably why you're at speed, Dayton, is if you're too loose with the evils. <laughs> you mean... <laughs> it's very intimidating. Yeah. Like, you do get used to a certain level of, uh, I guess, <laughs> Aggression. I think you do. Like, as soon as you, like, if you're somebody that just gives some of the evils randomly, you get used to just doing that the whole time. So you don't, and it's see hard it. to wind it back. Like, yeah. do you know what I'm really worried about? <laughs> I'm really worried about the fact that we're not wearing masks anymore. Oh, I know. Because I am so used to going, fucking moron.
1: Or, you know, in and behind the mask. We haven't,
0: we and, haven't and, just schooled our faces. And it's so useful. I know. Like, it's so useful to be able to mutter and not have people see it. And no. now I'm just going to be the muttery man. I But I'm also
1: feeling that I looked better with a mask because you only know, you see the lovely eyes. Like I, yeah, I, I didn't exactly. have to kind of attend yeah. to the beard or anything. You Completely. Know what I,
0: mean? I was hoping we'd have the mask that I got this brace off.
1: And uh, <laughs> You did. That was bad planning. Really bad Very planning. bad planning. So... uh you know, I hope you thanked him for the toilet paper removal situation. Yeah,
0: it tell us. Like, I Did mean, you go on a date. How with can him? you just say speed date and not elaborate? Yeah, I know. We like, want more. It's the worst situation in the world. We tell definitely us, want tell more us there. Happened. Definitely. Um, um, we'll call her Pauline because she specifically said she didn't want name you so we didn't even put it in the brief, Neve. Okay, cause we're, we're, it, we're because we that's notoriously bad. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been great about that now in the past. <laughs> we have had to take an episode down and beef at once. <laughs> <laughs> two o'clock in the morning waking up beep. right in the bed going oh my god I forgot the bee." <laughs> come on um, most embarrassing moment was when I was admitted to hospital where I to the hospital where I worked mm-hmm. and when they were doing it physical and I had love bites on my
1: ass oh we'll call her Pauline I am I am in awe of you
0: I had a rule that they wouldn't they couldn't be visible and thought they couldn't be visible like you can give me love bites but only on me bum <laughs> and thought that they would never be seen Anon, please, as I have a son now and he doesn't need to know <laughs> this, as it is still my most mortifying This moment. reminds
1: me of when the nuns used to tell you to wear clean knickers in case you got knocked over by a bus, like... <laughs> I always felt that there was a flaw in that statement because basically if you're knocked over in a bus, basically, the state of your underwear, clean or not, is the last thing you're thinking about. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like if a medical professional goes, see, look at that. The old old grey pennies knickers on her. We're not saving that.
1: I just want to say for the record, now this is kind of a little bit. uh, When I was expecting Jack, my first child, and I went into labour. I wasn't expecting to be over like my mother and my sister were always over. I wasn't expecting him on my due date. So I hadn't actually shaved my legs or done anything. And I, I still remember at all of my first labour. I kept apologising for the fact that I had such hairy legs, not realising that there was probably worse things that were looking at. <laughs> but I was so mortified by the fact that I hadn't shaved my legs you're not rational when you're in that position. (laughs) So there are worse things you could happen. (laughs) Love bites. I'll be honest, I don't... the funny thing about love bites to me is I never They're liked them. So disgusting. I, I don't get it. Somebody's sucking the pajas out of you on a neck. And you, I remember the first time I saw when i one of my kids, I was like, what the hell is that shit? I <laughs> <laughs> just like, what is that? What is so satisfying about somebody sucking the life out of you to make some sort of mark on you? Yeah,
0: I think it's that people know you were kissing what's the point in having them in your sure,
1: the red yeah. raw lips that you get sometimes if you haven't kissed in a while I
0: think it's not like if somebody wants to give a love like why would somebody want to give a love bite like only on the bum
1: <laughs> listen it's not for us to judge we have we probably no, have all Yeah I know no, yeah 100% <laughs> okay but, but, but it's, not, it's not
0: that we're judging but it's hashtag we're, life we're goals I'm curious. sure curious yeah we're we just are just curious um uh, we are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support us and the show, you can become a member for as little as five euro a month. And in return for that, you will get bonus content from us and all of the other shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. To subscribe, head over to headstuffpodcasts.com. Also, we are going to tell you about another new show on the Headstuff Podcast Network. And I have to say... This is a brilliant show. Okay. It's absolutely hilarious. It's called The Late Night Nod and it is a spoof of a late night radio show. (gasps) So start to finish, it's absolutely hilarious. And even the jingles and the songs and the ads, Uh, uh, these guys, they write them all.
1: I love late night night radio. The songs
0: are absolute bangers. The songs you can actually get on Spotify. Yeah. um, And they're absolutely brilliant. But um, yeah, this is a really special podcast and it's new to the Headstuff Podcast Network. Does it make you go to sleep? Yeah, you could fall asleep to it but like it, it makes you laugh like it really makes me laugh. Okay. Like well, if you listen to it in bed, it it really chills you out but you really will laugh.
1: So is it worthwhile listening to it on the way home in the car? You know the way I come home late at night. Yeah, sometimes. I
0: think you would. I probably yeah. enjoy
1: that. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's it's
0: really funny. Mild it's under, real tongue and cheek it humor. Called again? It's called The Late Night Nod. Okay. And Neve Cavanagh's nail fan The Late Night Nod features original music and improvised interviews with guests from a fictitious world of arts and culture. Each episode weaves a conversational thread through tales of inspiration, excess and heartache with some of the creative world's best-known personalities that you've never heard of. Join some of Ireland's most talented actors and comedians as they step into the world of The Late Night Nod. We have a problem and this is an interesting one. And I think it's one that will relate to, I think, a lot of people out there. Uh, I think we will be leaning very heavily heavily on the National Treasure for this. Okay, one. come on. Um, so it says, hi, Neven Garage. Love the show and I feel that this is a place where I can get advice for my problem because, as you say, I don't come out well in this. Our favourite. <laughs> it's you, for sure. <laughs> our favourite. Absolutely our favourite type of problem. Uh, this is going to make me sound like an absolute gal. Goal? Gail. I think that's Gail. Mm. But a problem is a problem and I hope you can help me. Okay, I'm in a group of friends and we are all around the same age and we have been friends from school. Okay, that's all, always a
1: promising start.
0: Yeah, it's always a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our friends have, all of our lives have gone in different directions. There have been boyfriends and marriages and divorces and we are all still friends have been, th- have been through it all together. However, As of last year, I am now the only one of our group who doesn't have children.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It just hasn't worked out yet. I was married and I got divorced and the girls, then girls, the girls. My God. I mean, I know you're all in school together but I think...
1: that. Seriously, Stop like, that.
0: I mean, you need to use a spell check. No, she was, um, she was, she was traumatised. Okay? She, she was sharing. Bearing was But Come I'm on. just saying that, like, as a start, get a grammar. Do you want one. me to read it? I, I was married and I got divorced and the girls were great during all of that. I'm now with a new guy and things are great. Oh. We will probably have kids. But now, whenever our group of friends see each, each other, we only ever talk about their kids, their babies and all aspects of it. Mm. I know I'll catch up with them, but at the moment it is really getting me down. My job is stressful and I have other priorities at the moment. We are trying to buy a house. I feel like when I meet my friends to blow off a bit of steam, I'm bombarded with photos of kids and stories of crashes and post-training.
1: Potty training, I would imagine.
0: Potty training.
1: There you go. Um, Not something
0: you... <laughs> she must have written this like in a white wine blackout. Like, <laughs> <laughs> potty, <laughs> potty training. And it is at best boring and at worst makes me panic that I haven't done any of this yet. Okay. I really feel I need to say something, but I don't want to upset them. What do you think I should do? Please don't use my name.
1: Okay. Well, that's a really tough one. That is a tough one. Right. It but, is a tough. But you one. know
0: what? It's also, I think, I think it's a very relatable one.
1: Oh, it's very valid. And I'm going to tell you why, because actually, even at the stage when I started having kids, it, they, it consumes you because it, that's, you know, let's be honest, when they're small, it's all you're doing. <laughs> you yeah,
0: know yeah, Even completely. if you're it's doing other job. work, it's yeah.
1: very it's very much your focus. It's how biology makes you do it. It's all of those things. Society makes you do it and you do it regardless of what you think you're going to be doing or not. And and as now that I'm kind of past the stage where my kids are older, you know, now people show me children and I admire them from a distance. And I say, that's grand. I have less interest <laughs> in that situation. However, I will say this. It's true for people who go through a divorce if they're not in a couple and you're in a group of couples. The yeah. dynamic changes you a little bit because you feel like you can't input upon it. Um, the yeah. D- I think it's very difficult. I think, especially if you've been friends with people for a very long time, there is that element of you move in and out of cycles with them because yeah. you're in sync and then you're not. It's the same with your relationship. There are moments you have to work on that. And I think... You can't really say will you ever stop talking about your kids, right? That's that's a bit brutal, right? But, and you won't make it happen because that's all that's going in the head. It's like, it, so, it, it encompasses a lot of your life when you're doing it, when they're small.
0: So what do you think she should do?
1: Well, I think what she should do is not worry about it so much. It's, it's tough because I I think there might be something else also coming in behind this in the sense that maybe she's worried she won't be able to have kids, and that's another thing if she's moving okay. further. I don't know how much of that is an issue in there, you know. And that's a different thing when you're waiting to have children and you want children, and everyone else around you seems to have children, and you yeah. feel like everybody's looking at you. It's like when you go to a wedding and everybody goes, "Oh, it'll be your turn next," and you're going, "Actually, I'm single." Yeah. And even though I don't feel bad about this, now I suddenly I feel bad about
0: it. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. you feel like you're lacking it's in clumsy. something in
1: life. Yeah, it is a bit clumsy, but and it's not meant, but it's especially not by your friends. But because that's happening for them, they just feel this is the norm.
0: I think as friendships move on and, you know, you get your own set, mm-hmm. you get your own lives and your own sets of circumstances. Yeah. I think what you do is sometimes you reach for the thing that connects you. Yeah. With life, those lifelong friends. Yeah. Uh, and I think if it's kids, if you all have kids, that becomes a thing. Yeah. But I think, I definitely think that she shouldn't have to put up with this. In what way? Well, I think if four of those girls have kids and one of them doesn't, they're kind of, they're in a... They're slightly they're, insensitive. They're, they're being a bit insensitive. Yeah. Mm. They need to... I think, I think acknowledge her a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think to be fair, you're in a position where you can say to your mates, listen, because you've been friends a long time. Listen, let's talk about the kids. It's like what I used to say when I meet people. I'll give you five minutes at that and then let's talk about something else. So you need to yes. maybe be proactive I and mean, move them on. Maybe
0: talk about your fears, like like what you've said to us. Like Maybe, yeah. maybe if you were to say to them, God I just feel like I have so much to do to catch up yeah. and I, like I, I feel like we're, like listening to you talk about this yeah, stuff
1: Yeah I think they're probably not as aware that that how polarising that is
0: and it is And it's also good for them to get out and not to talk about yeah,
1: their kids Yeah 100% 100% 100% I have to say now
0: I have to say there's nothing more boring than oh. listening to somebody talk about their kids and do you know what I, I found that I do and I, I, I used to apologise for this but now I don't mm,
1: right.
0: When somebody talks to me about their kids and shows me photograph their kids I do the exact same with my cat. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I do. And do you know what? What I found usually, my cat is more advanced than their kids. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's there, like there's your he's like, using the potty. Your tubby little kid that you're wiping its arse. Well, here's my cat that I can leave for four days and she's actually fine. Yeah, and she uses the toilet. So I'm sorry. Come <laughs> that, that little monster that you're wailing out. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a lot less impressive than you think it is. No,
1: I get that. You're totally right. We talk too much. I'm going to tell you, as a parent, we talk way too much about what's right or wrong or whatever. The minutiae of children is just over. I was so so relieved to get out and do something totally different. It's a tough one, but it's okay to say it, but you have to I allow I think it, it is okay. And yeah. I think,
0: it, do you know what? It's okay to feel a little bit of panic, yeah. but it's okay to tell them like, oh God, and it's just, sometimes it's like, that it is friends, hard. It's good friends. you got to You've hear gotta gotta all be able that stuff. to say, listen. One, one of my friends actually, uh, she's a comedian called uh, Lou Conran. Right. And In the UK, and she's incredibly funny. Yeah, And she, she's is. A, she actually has a very good podcast called Bitter Swallow. It's very good. Okay. With Sally and Hayward. Little plug. But she's, when I first met her, yeah, she, the very first day I met her, uh, I was at a dinner and uh, she, she told me that what she does when her friends show their pictures of her kids is that she has a folder of her phone <laughs> full of photographs of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and that when people show her photographs of her kids, she gets these out and she just shows them all these photographs of dicks. And I think it set the tone. As soon as she told me that, I was just like, what an amazing human being.
1: You could be my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. We can be friends, Lee. Like, we can be friends. It's
1: kind of funny. I, I I, think, you know, I sometimes talk about my kids. Well, I do quite often because they do so funny things. Yeah,
0: I don't think you shouldn't talk about I them. I think, and there should but be. A, think, but the
1: problem is when they're very small and you're talking about all the minutia of stuff. And I think you're doing it because you can't believe this is actually happening in your life, good and bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're just so over overstimulated in that area it's like you're driven by routine you're driven by this that and the other with them there is that element for your friends but it's okay to say to them listen let's have 15 minutes with the kids and then let's just talk about stuff you
0: want to talk about and stuff what you could do is you, you could know. just say that I don't think you have to address this as a group at all no I think you could just say it to one of them and let them just do the work one of them and just go do you know what I'm just I find it really hard when we all get together because yeah, I don't have kids I'm worried about it and I feel that you all have kids and you talk about your kids yeah. and you know, I'm just can not just, there yet. And can,
1: can we maybe have a safe space? Yeah, yeah and I, I don't yeah.
0: enjoy it as much because I, think, I, I feel panic. I, I definitely say, get your ally. Yeah. Pick an ally and say, I'm going to have this conversation. I'm not going to have it again. Yeah. But I'm just saying that these nights out where we talk about kids it for four hours.
1: It hurts me. And if it doesn't change, then maybe you should take a little step back for a bit. And I know that
0: sounds sad, but... You find yourself a group of wild girls. <laughs>
1: yes. You know, find a new group for a little while. I'm, I'm not saying don't visit them. Visit, yeah, yeah. but visit them. I mean, if they're having kids, they're probably not as available as they used to be anyway. So the point is, just visit. Don't, and, yeah. and
0: accept. If, if this, if you saying this yeah. is going to cause any hassle... Yeah. Just take a step back. Yeah. But I know that's hard to do.
1: No, I know. And you don't want to lose them, but you don't need to because I found at times we moved in and out of different spaces. In and yeah. So if it's
0: okay. Yeah. If they're friends, they'll come back, you know. Yeah. I, um, but... I know. But I know. don't be... Don't, don't what, be afraid you, to say. What you shouldn't be doing is just sitting there and taking it. No, I agree. And do you know what? what? Do you know what, actually? What? The bit that we're forgetting.
1: What are we forgetting?
0: They will thank you for this. Oh, 100%. Because what they will do, what's happening with them is they're going out and they're hearing about other people's kids and they're measuring their kids against (sighs) each other and they're measuring their routines against each other and that's all stress. So if you go, if you're the one that says, you know what, enough of the kid chat. Yeah. In in whatever way you choose to do that, I say pick an ally and let her do it for you. Yeah. But straight away, it's the whole night is then going to be a release for everyone. Yeah. You know, show the pictures.
1: Let's have 15 minutes Here's little
0: Tommy, look at him on his birthday. Whatever.
1: Lovely, lovely. Fantastic.
0: Great. Did Move you on. see? And you're like, think of this as you're doing them a favor. Yeah, I You're think... doing you a favor, but you're also doing them a favor.
1: Yeah, 100... I think you need a space where you don't talk about your kids.
0: Give me numbers. I know. <laughs> Give me numbers.
1: How many numbers do you want? I'll, I'll ring them all. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first will be a practice. By the end, I'll have a perfect.
1: <laughs> With or without the brace.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> depends on if I get used to the <laughs> Actually, we should wrap this up. I can feel my teeth. <laughs> here. I need to put it back on. so thank you so much for listening thanks for tuning in if you like the show please do rate and review us on iTunes because that really really helps and yes. you know what the, with the amount of people that are listening we should have a lot more nice reviews on iTunes yeah we should because we're getting a lot of listeners yeah. and we've only about 40 reviews
1: yeah and also Bump we really up. appreciate it come on bring it on bring it uh, on I and obviously
0: you can become a member blah 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 <laughs> uh, you've been absolutely lovely thank you so much uh, and we'll talk to you soon love you
1: What's the room again?
0: Uh, 1240, down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh, right. Not working. Rub it. Uh-huh. Come it's on. Try gosh. flipping it over.
1: Seriously. Why can't we me, go inside? I'm tired. Give me yours. You
0: have mine. All right. What? Please, if you Dad, could just... why aren't you opening <laughs> the door? Can everyone just
1: shut up? The... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com.